This is your co-host, Michael Gorman, joined, as always, by David Lee. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Doing good tonight. Big week upon us. Big week upon us. Huge week. We have so much to discuss. And Mr. Dennis Garza. Dennis, how are you doing tonight? Doing well. Thank you for having me back to uh, Futility Incorporated. Hey, uh, does anybody know who that musical artist was that we were just listening to? Yes, we do. Who? That was the great Van Morrison. The pride of Belfast, Ireland. Notice Northern Ireland. Just the pride of Belfast, Ireland, Mr. Van Morrison. He's gone a little cuckoo in the age of COVID, as many have. If you guys haven't kept up with uh, some of the things that he's been talking about in the last few months, go pull away if you should like. That song, I know it's called Domino for my entire life. I've, I've, I've had albums that were vinyl and it said the song was Domino. And I swear to God, I thought the main uh, refrain was, oh, oh, coming home. It turns out it's Domino, not coming home. Did not know that, Dave. Did not either. And Dave, you're sticking with the Slam Diego uh, Padres bullshit, right? Well, I don't know what you mean by sticking with it, but yeah, I believe they will be good next year. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into it. So we'll talk about last week's games and there were some interesting wrinkles to it. Uh, make sure we do not forget about talking about, we actually have a winner in the survivor pool and it went, I, I'm sure it went the longest we've ever gone. So huge props to the three guys that, that stuck it out so long. And then uh, we'll play the, play our uh, weekly game, which is sports sports oriented and objective game, Dave. Objective, mm -hmm. and then the playoff outlook. So there's probably three teams that have an opportunity to get that last playoff spot, and there are I I can't even do the math on the number of teams that could get the buys other than Anthony. The the second buy looks complicated, and even Anthony could fall off of that. So. Let's just get into it. Let's talk about last week's games. Dave, I'm looking to you uh, in terms of the first game that we do want to review. Well, let's just jump right in because we have Dennis on the podcast this week. So let's go to the uh, game, which was he against I. <laughs> it was a barn burner. 
I tell you, if you have, if Tua doesn't go out, if Tua doesn't have a shitty game, it's much closer. And I'm worried on Monday night. But. Yeah, maybe. But uh, in the words of Denny Green, my team is who I thought they were. We are who they thought they were. What team yeah, was I mean, he talking about? Who who was he talking about? That it was the Cardinals playing against who? I think it was the Bears. It was the Bears. Very good. Well played. Well played. So you guys are full of insightful analysis about that matchup. Full of insightful analysis. Well, I mean, what insightfulness do you need? It's look, Tua played two and a half quarters and it didn't go well, nine points. I had picked up earlier in the week Cameron Newton, who would have given me 11 more, which wouldn't have made a difference in the game. Yeah, and I forgot to put him in. That's my fault. But how do you play him against Tua? Come on. Here's the yeah. thing about Tua, who ended up getting benched for Ryan Fitzpatrick. But Dave, I, I don't know if you listened to or I big podcast guy, but I was listening to the GM shuffle of Michael Lombardi. And Lombardi, who he was the GM, he's a Belichick guy. He was the GM in Cleveland with Belichick and then in uh, New England. It wasn't called GM, but essentially that. And he grew up with Al Davis and the Raiders. And he says Tua does not have the goods. They proved it. I, I don't know if that's true. I mean, he's saying Burrow's got the goods and, and the kid uh, Herbert out in uh, San Diego's got the goods, but absolutely not with Tua. I don't know. I didn't watch that game that much. Do you agree with that sentiment or not? I think it's incredibly insightful from just not from the standpoint that you just talked about, not that that's wrong, but from the standpoint of you've got a game that's winnable in the fourth quarter and you named a quarterback and you didn't let him play to end the game. I call it trying not get injured, which I think is what they did. They said the offensive line was not good. They were getting hit a lot. So you put in the other guy. I, I, I don't understand it. I really don't. The Harvard grad. Yeah. It wasn't like he was having like a three interception day or a four interception day that, that I know of. It was kind of shitty to do that. And, and to comment on Tua's future, he's, you name off all those quarterbacks, none of those quarterbacks came in and won five in a row. So I think two has already proven that he's got the goods uh, just stepping in there and reeling off five in a row with a hapless Miami team. Well, I don't think they're a hapless team. I think they've got an exceptional coach in Flores, but okay, fine. And, and they were winning with Fitzpatrick at quarterback, but. Can you, like, can you name the last uh, person that was Flores that went to a Super Bowl? That actually won a Super Bowl as a coach? Flores as the Los Angeles Raiders, I believe. Right? They were LA Raiders then. I think so. We'll look it up later. Or somebody, if Joe B was here, he'd be looking that shit up for us. But good call, though. Good call on Tom Flores. All right. Let's talk about the next matchup. It really wasn't that close. And God bless Al, but mm, boogers, exclamation point, Anthony triumphant. First place. 131 to 104. Um, and Anthony, he's sticking with that Carson Wentz, and it's still working out for him somehow. Kamara only had 10. Uh, we'll talk about why uh, when we get to Joe's matchup. But still pretty hey, consistent up and down the line with his entire lineup. Does Gibson out of, the, out of the Washington Redskins or the Washington football team. Washington uh, football team balanced attack i gotta say and um 
Yeah, I don't know. Al's team is not good. Although, Dave, Al has told you and I, much like Dennis would do in past years and John would do, he said, I've actually got another league and I'm doing really well in the other league. It reminds me of the dude in high school that goes, oh, no, I don't have a girlfriend here, but the girl up in Canada in the yeah, I got a girlfriend in yeah, Canada. That is. <laughs> Hey, look, if you score one with your starting running back and he doesn't get hurt, you've got problems. Hey, but Al broke 100. Al broke 100, and that's, that's saying something for this year. He's, he's talking about futility. Uh, he's had a rough year, rough year. I, my heart hurts for Al and that damn team of his not breaking 100 every week. Dennis, do you think there'd be more people going to the bar if you did karaoke? Probably not. I'd have to go with the hard no. Yeah, so at least you agree. I don't have a lot of things saved on my phone over the long haul, but I have multiple bars and multiple karaoke with Dennis. I think uh, you have golf too. To your, yeah, true. Uh, Dave, to your point about Adrian Chico. To yeah, your point probably. about Anderson, though. Um, yes, he was the starter, but very quickly they moved Swift in. And after the game, Adrian Peterson even said to reporters, I don't know why I've been starting the last few weeks. Swift had 25. He's clearly the future for this Lions team. And uh, okay, so you can say whatever you want to. Now on his bench, yeah, yeah, he had Aguilar. I mean, I don't trust that guy from his Eagles days, but apparently now he's able to do a little something, but. Yeah, it's another bad season for Al. Let's make sure to see how it goes for him in the loser bracket. We'll see how that lines up, and we're going to talk about it later in the show. Let's talk about the next matchup. Burrow, Deep, Kristen, Michelle, Getterheim, something else, Garrison. Uh, Boeing, Garrison, 170. I didn't think this team had 170 in it. That's freaking insane just blew away joe b joe b called this too he said look everybody kills it against me and sure as shit the guy sure that has more points in this league than anybody else is still losing in every single week i mean kristen could not be more fortunate than this week deshaun watson 34 i, I don't even know robert woods 31 well, let's be honest the, the team you need to be afraid of is the team that is not scared to keep two kickers rostered. As she did. I, uh, as bad or good as they are, that's, you know, you, you keep two kickers on your team. You broke up on my end. Dave, you broke up on my end, which means you probably had a little delay into the recording. Repeat that again. She has two kickers? She has two kickers rostered. She has Blankenship and <laughs> Koo. So well, let's be honest. Next year, she is loaded a kicker. If she keeps one of those as a keeper, a keeper kicker, let's say. I think she should take both of her keepers, and, and I'm sure she'd get them both as keepers next year. She could get Joe's guy, uh, Young Whores, and, uh, and this Blankenship guy, who looks a little like Shea Serrano. Not totally, but put some glasses on Shea Serrano. He'd, he'd look a little bit like that. Am I not wrong about that, Dave? You're right. Hey, Dennis, I know you were chasing Chico down. Are you, are you back? Do you have any comments on this game? I see you drinking bourbon. 
So I'm going to think you're probably just going to say, look, this was an outlier. Kristen, I mean, 170 points. Uh, hard to say. It, it, Go ahead. No, it was, it was crazy. It's a crazy week for, for her. And we'll get to Casal's game. But, I mean, both of them were over 150. John almost had 160 points. It's a strange week uh, point-wise for the – the people on the lower end, you know, the losers bracket, you know, the loser side. So, well, the thing in the, this this game this week, the biggest things were one, Taysom Hill scored twenty four at tight end for Joe, which is unbelievable. But he also had Smith Schuster score five. I think this might be the end of Smith Schuster. He's going to probably go to another team next year. He's on the last year of his rookie contract, and Julio Jones with five as well. And my, meanwhile, Claypool, who's on my roster, had 15 or 16. I mean, he's pretty consistent. They give him the ball uh, both on the jet sweep and in the passing game. So, yeah, I, I, whatever's happened with Juju, he's no longer in favor. And apparently it's a receiver machine with this freaking Steeler team. The, there's no end to the receivers they keep coming up with. It's unbelievable. Since the days of Stallworth and uh, the ballet dancer. Lynn Swan. Glenn Swan. But, you know, I, I will say, Dave, uh, Big Ben's – do you think ben Big, big Ben comes back next year? Can we just stop? Don't answer his question yet. Yeah. I, I, I hate when people call him Big Ben. First of all, <laughs> are you a Steeler fan? Why are you buying into this Big Ben bullshit? I've, he's a big dude. I've, I've seen him live. I've seen them play – you know, live, and he's as big as the lineman. So that's why the Oliver Luck was a huge quarterback. We're getting off subjects, but uh, the, the Steelers had never been eight and zero either. I, that was crazy. That was a crazy stat I learned about. Sorry, Dave. You had something to add before I had to jump in there with my. I hate calling him Big Ben. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. It's uh, they are a receiver factory. They do a really good job of drafting. They have a really good, oh, who would have guessed it, offensive line. They always run the ball, which sets up the play action, and they're going to be a good place to be if you're a receiver. But Smith Schuster has proved to be a reception receiver on the inside running slant routes, and that's what he is. Here's what I'm going to say about Joe because he's not on here, and he's a humble guy. Had he played me last week, he would have won. Had he played Jay Fry, he would have won. Had he played Al, he would have won. If he played you, Dave, he would have won. If he played Dennis, he would have won. If he had played against Van, he would have won. If he'd played against Half, he would have won. Yeah. I mean, he it's ridiculous. I've never seen a guy so snake bitten. If he does get into the playoffs, we should we should just he's going to kill all of us that's how it always catches up somehow so the league should be rooting for me the people that are going to make the playoffs because i'm rooting for you just going to kill it at what really i think jets 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 it's if everyone could put the jets every week it would be great dave you mentioned a huge output from johnny k the Midtown Stable Geniuses, 158 against a pretty good score out of Mike V. And we're going to talk about the Survivor League. Mike V, congrats. But 158 to 136, by far his biggest output. By far his biggest output. And, and here's the thing that's ironic, is despite his win, he's eliminated 
eliminated from the playoffs this week. And I had a whole segment produced ready to talk about this week. Uh, in our pregame, Kristen joined us for a while, and uh, I agreed with her uh, during the podcast. I'm not going to get into it this week because she wants to come on and defend her position. Uh, the bet that we made, which was a terrible bet on her behalf, but anyway, let's just get back to Johnny 158. This freaking Herbert, he was available to all of us, and John jumped on it. I get even props for that. 33 points. Le'Veon comes through with 10 somehow. Derrick Henry, which was a gift from the Burrow Deep franchise, hoping that she'd win this bet. 20 points. I mean, it's it's a solid output. What I said to John was too little, too late, but maybe he can take this, Dave or Dennis. Can he take this and use this to build towards next year? Maybe having a team that not only is better than 500, which he's never been over 500, but maybe getting to the playoffs. What do you think, Dave? So the answer is yes. The only downside to that is I will not give him his login until I pick up the players that he should have kept before we draft. Plus, I believe he still owes you $100 from some ill-fated gambling debts, correct? Yeah, that wasn't good. I got the first 200, the other 300, 100, 9,000, whatever it is. Yeah, well, look, he does have Herbert as a keeper. Deontay Johnson is a keeper. I drafted him and dropped him when he got hurt. It's He's got two guys that are keepers that are good. Henry, it is what it is. That was a bad, bad trade. But we'll let it slide because it wasn't as bad as the other two trades they made. It was just a giveaway. That was ridiculous. But, Dave, I got to say just for me, Dennis, I want you to chime in on this, okay? I don't feel like unless it's Mahomes – I don't think you should use a keeper position on quarterback. Dennis, you might, uh, you might be. I mean, that's me. tough. Uh, listen, um, there's a team that did that, Lamar Jackson. Uh, who is that? Is that Sandman? Who has Lamar Jackson? Yeah, it's Van. Van. Yeah, he kept him as a keeper. And so, I mean, you know, there's there. I think there are a few. I mean, you remember the year Tom Brady just went off the charts. I think probably one of the third highest, if not the second highest, uh, point values in uh, fantasy history. So I, I don't completely agree that a quarterback outside of those, you know, just got to keep your eye open. I'll tell you what. If I were John, I would be taking T. Higgins, uh, T. Higgins, and uh, the other one, and not Herbert because. A quarterback doesn't get you that much more over the mean. I would take T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Totally disagree. Okay. And you're allowed to do that. You are allowed to do that. Well, let's be honest. Let's give Johnny some props. He has stayed very fluent throughout this league, even though it went south quick after the air quotations bet. He's gotten more uh, props for – he's the worst. The ratio of how terrible his team is versus the compliments he's gotten week after week on this podcast that he probably never listens to. It, it, he got more shit for taking Kelsey in the first round uh-huh. in the actual draft than anyone else. And Kelsey has scored more than most running backs, quarterbacks, and wide receivers this year. No, I think Kelsey's uh, – I think, yeah, he's – he's a, yeah, absolutely. John fucked, me. John fucked me on that one. I You did not see that happening because that was the, the premier matchup. 
was to have my home. If I had my homes and Kelsey, my year is completely different. I'm 10 and 0. Anyway. All right. Let's go. I don't know what happened to Jay Fry, who started the season well, but Chubb to Kareem Pie. It is back. The boys are back again. Don't mean that in a racist way. The gentleman, the African American gentleman, Black Lives Matter. You're not supposed to say boys anymore, but it's B O I. If you say it that way, it's okay. Boys. 23 to 71, which, I mean, look, I did what I had to do. It was been a great week. Matty Ike with five. I had to pick up Danny Dimes. Yeah. No, I have a quarterback problem. There's no doubt. That's what's going to keep me from the championship. We can talk about that the when we get into the outlook. But Kareem Hunt, thank God he caught a – he got a touchdown. Did you guys see that touchdown that he had? That, was- long, that long jump he did for like seven yards. He jumped like seven yards in the air. That's crazy. Those guys are amazing. And I can – they can both be keepers if I want them to. Nick Chubb, he got 100 yards – uh, not a ton of points. They got 20 between the two of them. I would prefer 30 between the two of them. But still, look, everything was average maverage. That that mutt tight end for Green Bay finally comes through. He gets me 15 points. And uh, it, it does help to win with the head coach. Uh, you know Jay- what was great? Hey, Gorman, what was great about that drive? Because uh, I really saw it from your viewpoint and having them in the same backfield. As Chubb did all the work. Chubb got like six points, seven points, just driving them down the field. And then, boom, Hunt comes in and picks up the seven points, the six points and 10 yards, you know, if, if that. And so it, it all adds up. It's great, great uh, philosophy there. I continue to be concerned about uh, – I, I think I'm the, te- the biggest team that has a defensive player that – my offensive output because Miles Garrett will not play this week and probably not next week either, which means when he's not on the field, that's got to be worth two or three points, which means Baker, the touchdown maker, becomes Baker, the interception maker. But just keep running the ball. And by the way, the, the if you guys watch that game at all, because now I've become a huge Browns fan, I watch all their games, it was pouring rain. And props to the Eagles, they played well. I really don't have anything to say about Jay Fry's team. It was bad. He had Russ Wilson. Team of the week. Team hey, of here, the week. Here's the only thing to say about Jay Fry's team is I respect what he does. He watches shit. He follows shit. But as bad as his week was, he had eight total points on the bench. There's a problem there. We got to we gotta review what's wow, happening. Yeah. And this is the guy that has won. He's licked the trophy in this league. He's licked the trophy in our fan. And a lot of you don't play in the fantasy baseball, but we have a we have a fantasy baseball, and I think he might have won it once or twice. He's won the Survivor League. I mean, this guy, he's got some championships behind him. He's Dave. He he's licked got, the trophy. There's a baseball trophy that he licked. I didn't know it was a baseball trophy. <laughs> I've never seen it. No, we don't have a trophy for that. But it's inspirational and aspirational. Listen, here's what you need to know: Jay Fry is a gamer. Mock draft, mock draft, mock draft, and it fell apart for him this year. But he threw everything he had at it, which proves to you the fantasy sports is tough to make it every year. Look, Dave, last year, he didn't make the playoffs. He won the loser bracket. He won $50. No, it's 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 tough. It, it is really tough. But you got to have people in the pipeline. And his pipeline looks like it's uh, corroded. I know the feeling. Super corroded. Okay, we got one more matchup we didn't look at. 
And the la- that matchup hey, which is that? which one have we looked at? Of the week. What a great yeah, game. Uh, Sandman. The, the, the closest matchup of the week, the Sandman by one point over half. 105 to 104. Not a great week for e- either one of them. And by the way, the Sandman, not even close to his normal output. I'm going to say, I'm not, Joe B's not here, but I'm going to say average. He probably averages like 125 to 130 a week by getting 105. He relinquishes number two by at least for this week he's 10 points behind me with the same record i have the number two by but van all right so i've got a challenge for joe b he's the metrics man when is the last time someone played a kicker that had negative points <laughs> negative points on a kicker oh I well that. so uh, I've had that happen Poor half had a negative one on the kicker and negative five on the head coach. Thanks, Dennis. If you wouldn't have brought the head coach in, he would have been golden this week. Well, the part is, he's Detroit another rebuild. And I don't know if anybody listening knows this, but half is from Detroit and he's a Lions fan. So Matt Prater fucked him in the ass pretty good. If he had not played a kicker at all, he would have won the game, as it turns out. But who's to know? <laughs> There's That's really horrible. not a lot to say about this matchup. Lamar Jackson, who Van won a championship last year. He licked the trophy because of Lamar. Maybe Lamar picks it up. I don't know. It's not going to hurt the Ravens that the game got pushed from Thursday to Sunday. Although it's going to hurt all of America because what the hell are we going to do on Thursday night, tomorrow night? This is bullshit. They can move another game. They can move another game up. But they're not. They, have, they, they should have done it today, but so they probably won't. But. No, it didn't happen. You know, they all complain. They should. They should. For the money they make, they should work for us like in the Coliseum in Rome or something. But, you know, there was uh, – there was discussion at the end of last year about who was the better quarterback, Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. I think uh, I think Mahomes is able to display this year that NFL defenses haven't caught up to him. They have caught up to Lamar. Andy Reid is a great play caller. It turns out he is. At least he has a Super Bowl behind him now because he is a great coach. I mean, there's so many stats about him. Dave, you had something to say. No, no, just what you guys said. It, it was brutal watching this game because watching it, I knew it was going to happen like real time into the game. I'm like, oh shit, he's going to lose his head coach and he's going he's to lose five points. He's going to lose by one. Brutal. <laughs> Thanks, Dennis. <laughs> I, think it's a, I think it's a great addition. Oh, I, I think the head coach is a great addition. What you, Gorman has two on his, Gorman has one and one on his bench. So challenge number two to Mr. Joe B has anyone won or lost this week due to the head coach that they have played. We already found out there's at least one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that's the first week all season that only one team did not break uh, triple digits. Well, Hey, let's talk about the survivor league, by the way, I'm pretty sure the average number of weeks that this usually uh, stays around is like, I'm going to say six. four weeks, which would be a high estimate. Oh, it's six. I think it's six. Yeah. 
wow, these guys got way out there. And only one week did they all take the team. So huge. And Mike V, inaugural week. By the way, Dave, can I just talk about Mike V? I'm pretty sure all of these group texts that we send out that we think Mike V is on. Congratulations, Mike V. Listen to the podcast, Mike V. I noticed this yesterday. Vince is on that, and I don't see Mike V on it. So I'm pretty and sure. Vince, and Vince it. didn't say, hey, guys, it's not me. It's not Mike. I'm not Mike V. No, nothing. Not a thing. Not a goddamn thing. And Mike V, he doesn't know. But um, as the commissioner, Dave, I feel like you have a certain responsibility. Perhaps you owe an apology. You guys could go out and drink some wine together. You live 20 minutes apart. Do indeed. I will put him in the uh, group text. I don't think I can remove anyone from the group text, but I will put him in the podcast. I thought it was kind of asshole that he didn't say thank you after I congratulate him. Johnny and I, I think we both congratulated him. So I guess it is the wrong number. All right. So I was pretty close to, I'm, I know you guys are, you think I'm fucking around. I'll tell you after the podcast. I was pretty close to a couple ESPN celebrities coming on the podcast with us. But as it turns out, if they come on the podcast, then they're going to want to put it on Twitter. And a lot of people have jobs and, and this probably wouldn't work out that well. Well, let's be honest. No one on ESPN is coming on any podcast because they are taking so much fucking shit that there is a sign that comes up. Even if you don't have Taysom Hill saying why he's not tight end eligible right now. They're yeah. in a world of hurt. Yeah, they're, they're backed up. Uh, when we get to this week and Joe's position on that, because it was interesting, but I was, I was very close on two individuals. Okay. Number one, Matthew Berry. He wasn't that interesting. I'm pretty sure Sarah Spain would have shown up. There's been some conversation, but then I realized she would want to tell the whole world. And then many of you people would be fired from your jobs. So <laughs> then I decided... I Huh? It wouldn't hurt me. Wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt me. <laughs> Stop it, Dennis. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks for looking out for just you, Dennis. All right. Let's play the game. Let's play the game. The week. The weekly game. The weekly game. Hey, the calling timeout. Uh, the game. The game. The game of the week. All right. This is for true sports fans. All right, Dennis and Dave, I'm going to name some famous plays in sports history. Hold on a second. Dennis, he put in front of his camera this uh, bourbon bottle, Jefferson's. Yeah. Anyway, we're going we're gonna, to uh, talk about some famous plays in sports histories based upon their nickname. You need to name either the person involved in it or better yet, the teams involved in it. And I'll tell you who won that one particular situation. So here we go. We're going to start number one. The catch, Dennis, the catch. Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers, Dwight Clark, Joe Montana. What else is there to say? Killed that. That's right. You killed, killed, killed that. Dave, hand of God. That's Maradona. He died today. He did. R.I.P. Diego Maradona. To me, in my short lifetime, 
one of the three greatest footballers of all time, honestly. The guy was insane. To me, if I had to compare him to anyone that, that doesn't follow football, soccer, he's Michael Jordan with Dennis Rodman's personality. It's, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, but maybe he still follows his podcast, even though he's not in it. But watching the World Cup was a really awesome experience. Oh, Vince? And I hope Vince still listens to this, yeah. Well, he might, because we had a lot of listeners. Turns out Kristen wasn't one of them, so I couldn't account for everybody. I thought you had it geographically. I didn't look at it, though. Hmm. All right. Uh, Moving to you next, Dennis. The Hail Mary. Where does that come from? The Hail Mary. Not the Hail Mary. The Hail Mary. I actually didn't know this. I'm I'm detecting a theme here. So the Hail Mary is actually Roger Staubach to Drew Pearson. God damn it. Very good. Very fucking good. I wouldn't know that. Did you know that, Dave? Absolutely not. I didn't either. That's excellent. I know all the other ones I'm going to ask about, but that, yeah, wow. Dennis, could you repeat that? The, the Hail Mary was actually invented by Roger Staubach. The play is actually Roger Staubach to Drew Pearson. Hmm. Um, I can't remember if it's the Eagles or not. I can't remember the team. Uh, but it got confused there for a while because of Joe Montana when he was a Golden Domer and he beat the Houston Cougars in the Cotton Bowl with a Hail Mary. Hmm. And then that was forgotten. Uh, they tried to call Doug Flutie. Uh, the Hail Mary as well. So, but, but the originator. Where it came out of was, you're exactly right, Staubach threw to Pearson to win the game. And they asked him in the interview after the game, they said, what happened? He said, I just threw it up and did a Hail Mary prayer. Yeah. Hey, Dave, where did uh, Roger Staubach go to college? Maybe. I couldn't answer. I wanted to hear Dave's answer because Dave – did you know he went to Navy? I was going to, you know, guess one of those schools that, Wait, uh, you know. know or not? Be honest. Did you know that? No, it was going to say that or Army. Yeah. And a new Army runs a lot, so. All right, Dave, the next one's to you. The shot heard around the world. The shot heard around the world. Bobby Thompson. All right. Hold on, boys. Here it is. Number one, the shot heard around the world. That's beautiful. The Giants won the pennant. And that's why, to this day, the people don't understand, you call them the New York football Giants, not the New York Giants, because there used to be two teams in New York called the Giants. So, Did you use that because that was the first time that anyone actually said there was sign stealing? Because that is the first uh, real game or real big play where sign stealing was involved. Wow. 
been around forever. Mm. All right. Uh, it's all tied up. Dennis, you guys have killed this. Nobody's gotten one wrong. Wow. This is Dennis, uh, wide right, wide right. Wide right is uh, Buffalo Bills versus New York Giants, Super Bowl 1986. Nope. Scott Norwood. It wasn't the 86 Super Bowl. I think it was the 90, 91 Super Bowl. But very good. Very good. Was it? Look it up. 90, 91 was Hostetler. I mean, that was Hostetler, too. Excuse me. My bad. Right. It was the Super Bowl. Hostetler was 86. You're right. It was probably 90. That was, uh, yeah. No, Phil Sims was 86. Hostetler was 90. I don't know. We'll look it up. We'll clean that up afterwards, but you are correct. All right. Dave Lee, the Immaculate Reception. Oh, well, that's uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, correct? Hmm? Yeah. Who, who threw the pass? Who caught the pass? Who threw the pass, who caught the pass, the immaculate reception. I'm looking back in my timeline. I'm going back to when I was, I think, about two years old. Yeah, yeah. no, you weren't born. It was 1972 or 73. Oh, I, I was coming to feeling. All right, here we go. Coming <laughs> <laughs> to feeling. Franco Harris caught the pass. Franco Harris caught it, yes. He came from Terry Bradshaw. Very good. For bonus points, which won't count in this game, what team was it against? Raiders, Oakland Raiders. That is correct. I was asking him, but that is the correct. Raiders. Hey, you put it out there. You uh, put it out there for extra points. You guys are gonna know the rest of these. All right, Dennis, the Thrilla in Manila. Ali, come on, Muhammad Ali. Ali against who? Uh, that was Frazier. Correct, Dave. Later on, for bonus points. He went back there and he fought somebody else. George Foreman. You're nodding your head. They can't hear you on the podcast. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Good job. Okay. The Music City Miracle, David. Uh, the Nashville City Titans. Wait, the Music City Miracle? That was absolutely the Titans. Again, the Nashville City. But that was a joke. The Titans, Tennessee Titans. Again, who? Uh, I don't actually know. Baltimore Ravens. I don't know. Oh, I know. Oh, no good. No I good. Know. No good. If you don't know that, no good. Hold on, Dennis. Don't say anything. Wait, Wait. hold on. The question. I had a two-question question. No, one question. Music City Miracle. Of course, it's Nashville. It's the Titans. But who did they beat? I don't know. Uh, I this. I wish Joe B was. Dennis here. has three hands up right now. I don't even. He's got three hands. Oh, that is not good. It was in honor of Joe B. The Buffalo Bills. Bills. And it would have been their Ooh. sixth straight time to the Super Bowl. It Ooh. would if the Tennessee Titans did not pull off that Music City miracle. The Buffalo Bills would have gone to the Super Bowl six straight years. Plus, let's add to this, that Titan team was still uh, a lot of the nucleus of it. Was Houston the Oilers. They yes. were the Houston Oilers. I hate when they drag teams out of cities. The Sonics to Oklahoma City, the fucking 
Oilers up to Nashville. I don't know what's going on. Baltimore Colts. Huh? Listen, I was I was a fan back then. I went I walked up to an Oiler game. I walked up to an Oiler and a Steeler game. Uh, day of the game, obviously, eleven thirty with a girlfriend. I said I want two tickets, closest you can get. I walked down. I was ten rows behind the Oilers. It was nobody gave a shit anymore. Uh, that's when they were leaving, nineteen ninety six. It's crazy. All right. So I think Dennis is going to win. I, I know you're not going to like it, Dave, but you had to know the Bills were involved in that. I'm sorry. And everyone listening would agree that you didn't know that. I think you'll know this next one because it's a layup. But the Bucky fucking Dent game. Sox and Yankees. What the was, what was, was that the Don Baylor game? What was the game, though? Either Dennis's screen froze up and he's locked out or he really doesn't know. Dave, you still there? Yep, still here. Hold on, he's back. Dennis, what sort of game was that? The Bucky the baseball game. The fucking Bucky Dent game was baseball. It was Red Sox and Yankees. Correct. But what I think it was a game six. Incorrect. Incorrect. It was not a game six. Dave, can you come back and get back even in this matchup? Um, I don't know. The Bucky Dent game? Might that it? What? The Bucky fucking Dent game. Oh. Uh, what game was it? Yeah. Might, might that have been a game seven? Okay, you guys are both terrible. Dennis wins. It was, they were tied at the end of the season. It was a one game playoff. <laughs> we're both wrong. Wins. <laughs> That's a great question, though. Man, those were great questions. So, hats off to that's probably the best game of the year. Good job, boys. Let's get back into the battle of futility, the only podcast that matters. Let's just talk about uh, this upcoming week. So, there's three teams that have a chance at the playoffs. It, and as I look at it, and we'll talk about the buy situation, which is a little more confusing, but as I look at it, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong, it's Joe, it's Dennis, and Kristen somehow. And if Joe wins, I think he's done. One and done, right? If he wins, it's over. You're in the loser bracket, Dennis, with Kristen. You guys, yeah, go- if Joe wins, he's in. So I'm counting on so you. Let's start off. Hold on. Let's start off with who's in the playoffs. Yeah, oh, there we go. Like it. A-Rab, number one. A-Rab, great, great year. A-Rab is number one. and But he's still, there could be a tie. could be a multiple tie. Michael, can you confirm who's in the playoffs? Well, I think Anthony clearly is. Well, no, not uh, think. Metrically, Anthony, who's in the playoffs? Anthony's in. I'm in. Van's in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Vance not in. Dave's in. In the playoffs? For sure, in the playoffs, bulletproof. These teams. Listen, Anthony, Michael, Van, David, and Hef. You we all have seven or more wins. You're seven and four. You're all seven and four. Yeah, we're all in the playoffs. So there's three teams that have five wins. Joe B, 
Dennis, and somehow Kristen. Who knows? Could you imagine if she should win? This would be the miracle of all miracles. Fighting for how many spots? What? Fighting for how many spots? Three teams fighting for one spot. So Joe leads the league in points. So all he has to do is win. If he if he beats me, and I'm putting my best out there because I want to get the bye, but if he beats me, he's in the playoffs 100%. He's in. That's all he's got to do. Win and in, baby. That's right. all he's got to do. So, Dennis, you probably – Kristen's points aren't close to yours. So, if you win and Joe loses, you're probably in – Kristen's path to playoffs are both you guys losing. I think that's the only way she can get there. Now, yeah. let's talk about the matchups, though, and how likely uh, things are going to happen with this week. Because we're, we're looking at uh, Joe B's playing me. I'm going to have a competitive team. ESPN says we're going to be pretty close on the matchup. I'm not sure how shit about out. those fucking <laughs> – those fucking numbers are shit. Everybody knows that. But here's where Joe B might have fucked up a little bit. He – and maybe he would have just been an honorable guy and done this anyway. But according to ESPN, as long as you don't try to change your lineup, you could have kept Taysom Hill in the uh, tight end position another week. Did you know that, Dave? No. Yeah, that's true. You could still get points from him. It's a huge controversy. But that's the thing. Dennis uh, just threw his phone. This is bullshit. Dennis threw his phone. No, it, it dropped. I was trying to look up something. So I, I think Joe B's going to have a little dogfight this week. And based upon his experience this year, he's snake bitten. I'm not giving anything to him because I'm fighting for a bye. The other matchup that we have to look at, two other matchups, we have Kristen against off to L. Again, what what is that? Is it beating off to Al or everybody beats off to Al or what was it? Everybody thing? beats off to Al. All right. When are we going to get him on the podcast to explain all this to us? Uh, take a time out. Let's call him. No. Nah. Well, but you can probably figure that out. Uh, ah, this matchup. Both teams stink to me, but who knows? Kristen, God bless you. Good luck. And then Dennis, who keeps changing his team name. Now he's fantasy like a champion. He's supposed to win against the Sandman, but the Sandman has put up a lot of points. So I wouldn't So Here's what I'm going to put up odds on the whole thing. I think odds. I'm not sure because I think Kristen actually has potentially the easiest opponent in this whole thing. And Dennis and uh, the other one, uh, what's your name? Joe. You're, you're so difficult. What is the strobe light? Uh, people that are listening to the podcast, I'm going to shut your feed down. What is the strobe light you're firing at us? I don't know. I'm trying to turn it off. I don't know what happened here. Dave, what do you think? Hang on. <laughs> it has none. Why does it say none? Close. 
Oh, am I good? Yeah, you're good. Sorry about that. All right. Um, so, who are you playing this week, Dave? Because I think I'm going to lose, as usual. I think that uh, Joe's team and Michael's team head to head is going to be really interesting. Yeah. And I think that uh, Cleveland's got to score some serious points to give you the W, Michael. No. I think Joe's going to beat you. Do you I think not Joe's going to sneak in. And by now I'm a Browns fan. Do you not see who we're playing this week? I do. Jacksonville. And I don't know if you saw this or not. I picked up Danny Dimes. I might play Danny Dimes <laughs> in Cincinnati Ice against the Bengals because I'm sure they have given up. This Zach Taylor. Like, uh, you guys, uh, Kristen was on the uh, pre-call, and they've just given up on everything. And then she was like, well, Dave – Maybe UC can make the uh, CFB, the college football playoffs. And then Dave just went down point by point why this can never logically happen. And just the look on her face, the disappointment. It's, it's crushed her dream. He crushed it. Uh, he crushed her dream of them being the, in the CFB for sure. Give them something. Oh, look, he's up near Stores, Connecticut. He can get behind his women's basketball UConn team. He's got the Whaler fumes. He could be a Yankee fan if he wants to. He could be a Red Sox fan if he wants to. It's so easy. are you going to start Danny Dimes this week, period? I didn't say I was going to. I'm considering it, though. I'm, I, I wouldn't because Wayne Gallman might score four touchdowns. Dude, I would put in Matt Stafford before I put in that fucking chump. Stafford against the Texans defense, full of they're like Swiss cheese. Wait, no, it's the Bengals defense. I'm telling him pick up Matt Stafford. Nobody's got Stafford. Podcast over. So now we're in a Michael so distraught. He took his hat off. All right, wrap it up. Time to wrap it up. Um, hey, here's what I'd say is um, bring the family around, Kith and Kin, and let them listen to this completely non blue podcast. I don't think. Kristen's on here, so there's no swearing. Um, here's what we'd like to do before the season's over. We've we've had guests, and by the way, Anthony last week, Dave, what a great guest! I listened, I re-listened to that podcast uh, a couple days later, and I just laughed and laughed. He's a great guest, as it turns out. He's a really good guest, don't you think? I do, and I think his team is pretty good too, as I've been saying for multiple weeks now. Who was the other? No, no, hold on. on, Dennis, Dennis, I want to let you talk, but first, let me just. But you've been saying all year that it was Anthony's team and uh, Hef's team. How's Hef's team doing? Hef's had injuries. He'll be all right. Half's in the mix. Half's in the mix. Half's got a playoff spot locked down. So he does. Can't argue with that. He does. That's true. Dennis, should you get into the playoffs and be able to lick the trophy again? How are you going to take it to the next level? Tell me. Because you've licked the trophy. I've licked the trophy. How do we take it to the next level? You know, I was just thinking about that. I'm glad you asked me. Were you? Yeah, because what we would have to do is we would all have to meet at the Marquee 2 where the home of the trophy is. 
So everybody that listens to this podcast and doesn't listen to this podcast, you get instead of the uh, Super Bowl team visit, we have the fantasy team visit, and we all go down to the Marquee Two, and we have a great time with Al. We get to roast him for his wonderful team, and whoever else shows up, and we have a great time. And I don't see topping that, especially in the day of COVID. He doesn't have the karaoke anymore for you to bother. Well, I can bring my own. I can I can bring my guitar. I can bring whatever you need. I've got the whole setup. But I I just you can't top that in this day and age. Actually, what would be more interesting is better. And I love going down the deuce. That sounds great. But there is near near your house, within three miles on a golf course there are all these series of murder cabins, right? They're like one and two bedroom little cabins on the oh, golf. They're awesome. Yeah, their duplexes are awesome. Yeah. They're not duplexes, they're cabins. You know that place there are like whitewashed cabins? You said you went there for your prom or something like that, right? That place. We went out there on the golf course. Uh, you know, Johnny and I were there just this last weekend. I, I could yes. have broken one of those windows. It wouldn't cost me nothing. Right, I, but I had to break somebody's. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but no, they they are here. You like you like right up here on Margaritaville, Margaritaville in Conroe, Texas. That's another shameless plug. Listen, Gorman, okay. if we start advertising on here, Bud Light Michelada, you know, we could probably get some sponsors on this thing, clean it up a little bit. Here's what I'm saying. I'm, here's what I'm advocating for. I don't know if I can pull this off or not, but here's what I'm advocating for. I have a giant van I can borrow. It's like a big van. It's hot in this van in the summer in Arizona, but a big van. I could drive this thing across the country and I'd pick it. We would be socially distanced in the van and whatever. Dave, I can get up to Connecticut. I'll pick you up. Then we'll drive south. We'll just drive, drive, drive. We'll pick people. We can pick up Kristen. We can pick up your boy Steve. We can pick up everybody. Johnny Quaff. No, I don't think so. I, I that that is the best idea I've ever heard. Only if Vince is the navigator. Uh, <laughs> Well, he's already the place we're going to. So unless he wants to fly needlessly, that would be wrong. uh, That's hard to say. All I'm saying is let's put something together here with this league. Come on, people. Come on, people. America for America. Anyway. All right. We're, we're, we've said enough. We've all said enough. This has been a good podcast. I do have to say the Anthony podcast may be the best, though. That's the one that, like, when I'm sober and listen to it multiple days later, that made me laugh the most. I don't know if Anthony had anything to do with it or not, but that's because we had that guy that was yelling, Into the public desert sky, Calamari! I mean, if anybody thought I was making that up, that's a local radio announcer. That was insane. Dennis, did you listen to the podcast from last week? I, I, I missed that one. I was outscored by 77 points, and I was kind of in a daze. 
What do you, uh, what's that you're vaping? Is that marijuana? This is uh, medicinal. Thank you very much. It's medicinal. Very nice. All right. We should have at least a quick pickup on Friday. 30 seconds or less. Just oh, don't send this out now. Hold it until Friday. Oh, I think we should. Uh, I don't even. Oh, know. no, no. You mean send this out? Oh, oh no. We should an emergency podcast. I got a plan for I got I got something to do Friday night. Yeah, the emergency podcast went over so well last time. I think that was your lowest rated podcast ever. Yes, it was. Well, look, I went back because. And I Wait, told hold on. That means Dennis listens. He listens if he knows what it's rated. And, and Dennis, I I actually have a bunch of Chris and Garrison shit lined up, produced, and I was going to play it tonight and like yell about it. But she agreed to come on in a future week or two so she can fight against whatever I'm saying. Fair enough. Which, by the way, as I listen to these podcasts, I said fair enough like a million times. Whatever. But fair enough. We'll allow that, but that's bullshit. That's total bullshit because, look, uh, that emergency podcast, she wanted to tear down this league. It was Trumpian at its greatest. Like, oh, God, here democracy. we go. No, she did. She was like, "We're I'm, I'm going to give every player I, I have. Hit the, music, hit the music and let's close this bad boy down. Oh, hold on. Let, let, let's close by saying this. Let's close by, hold on. Let's close by saying this. No matter who makes or doesn't make the playoffs, I think next week, anyone who wants to, you get to come on the podcast and give a, call it 30 second spiel of why their team will be better next year. I'll give them 18 minutes, whatever they want. No, no, not 18 minutes. I agree with that. We should have. The free fall. Everybody come on. Everybody come to the damn deal. Everybody get on the podcast. Let's do it. Dennis, why do you want this to end right now? I don't know. I'm just saying, I didn't say I wanted to end right now because we were rambling a little bit. I think we're about an hour 30. That's my producer. You, know, you guys always think it's like way long. It's under an hour. This is very tight. We well, I'm not it. talking about anything we talk about. Like on the podcast, Everyone should get a chance to talk yeah. about their team in the playoffs or in the loser bracket and what's going to happen next year. That would be awesome. Or whatever you like. I agree. In the uh, three that have not been on this podcast yet that I'm going to be chasing down, Van, Smith, 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 which in the Irish no, no, no. Van is listening to this more than anyone. Really? Yeah, but he's never been on it. You're not chasing down Matthew Barry anymore? I already told you I get Sarah Spain, but then she's going to want to promote it. I'm not even kidding you. You guys need me to send things about this. I've been working on her for a long time to talk about things, but yes. Okay. That's fine. But yeah, we can't have celebrities. They all want to promote. They'll be like, I'm going to go on a podcast with 10 people. I'm going to send it out to 1 million people. We're not talking about celebrities. Jesus Christ. I mean, we have a celebrity. Al, are you kidding me? Get Al on here. That's what I said. I want to get Al, but oh, we're going to get Al tonight. It's, uh, by the way, everybody, it's Wednesday night. No, no one said tonight. Pre Thanksgiving. Pre Thanksgiving. No, post Thanksgiving, Dennis. Post. 
I would be very happy to get Al out uh, on this podcast and just you, me, and Al. I think this would be the most entertaining podcast ever. Well, let me just leave then. Jesus. No. Oh, boy. No. Good night, America. Good night, America. Good night, Dave. The only podcast that matters. Thank God for the Grateful Dead, New York Giants, and Neil Young.